Welcome to The Real Money Show, hosted by Guildhall Wealth Management. This is a show about the incredible potential of owning physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds and what they can do to protect and make you money in these turbulent markets. So the number to call, find out more information about these hard assets is this, one 214 or their website, guildhallwealthmanagement.com. In studio today, we have the president of Guildhall, Paul Wiseman, as well, Vice President Jeremy Wiseman, and the queen of one of Canada's foremost experts on diamonds. She is the queen of diamonds. That is her. That's colored diamonds. Colored diamonds, of course. Not the white things. Color no, we diamonds. don't care about those, the tonnage that comes out of the ground every day. We want the colored ones, right, Nicole? Absolutely. Uh, Jeremy, a little update. What's uh, what's happening this week? Yeah, let's uh, quickly start price-wise. Uh, gold back up above 1250 which is great. Uh, we're definitely hanging in there at that uh, support level and continue to consolidate in that level. Uh, how long this will continue, will, time will tell, of course, although it's still very much undervalued at that price. Silver, uh, as well, did come down below $20 briefly today and then jumped right back up to 2040 as we're taping the show. Uh, in the news this week, I thought I'd just read some of the headlines this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the biggest pieces of news, um, the title, German regulator rigging of monetary metals currencies would be worse than LIBOR. Um, so the uh, goes on to, to quote this, uh, which is a, there's a regulator. Koenig is the first global finance regulator, regulator to comment publicly on the investigations as probes into London interbank offer rate or LIBOR, LIBOR expand into other benchmarks. So what this is talking about essentially is the investigations, just like the LIBOR rigging scandal, has expanded into other markets, specifically precious metals. And so they're starting to do investigations into some of these major banks. And uh, what we get as a result is the next major headline, which is Deutsche Bank to quit PM price setting due to the manipulation investigation. So it seems that as soon as uh, these investigators are shedding a light, the cockroaches are running to the dark, dark hmm. corners. So um, this is just the beginning. And I think that's part of the price spike that we saw this, uh, this afternoon, uh, sorry, late morning in silver. What we're also seeing is that silver coin premiums set to climb on reduced supply, and that's coming out of the U.S. Mint. So what this is continuing to show is that as this manipulation scheme, price rigging in precious metals continue to be capped, it's coming at the expense of supply. You're seeing more and more supply dwindle and move east, of course, uh, while these prices are low. So clearly, there are major entities around the world taking advantage of the lower price, where gold is uh, vilified by the United States, Goldman Sachs, uh, JP Morgan. But the the unintended consequence, of course, is that people are taking advantage of it. Not enough people are taking advantage of it in North America, which makes it ring true that 10% of the people are going to make 90% of the money. Yep. So it's very important to continue to listen to shows like this where we're bringing you great free information about the markets. Uh, the only thing we ask is, hey, maybe sign up for a precious metal advisor, ask for a, an investor kit, and we'll show you how to get into these markets. The interesting thing, uh, John, is that um, we're, we're not uh, financial advisors. We can help you invest in bullion. Uh, we can help you invest in natural fancy colored diamonds. At Guildhall Wealth, we only sell physical product. We're not in the paper products business. What gets traded, whether it's on the comics, when it, whether it's the CME, whether it's the London Bullion Exchange, is paper. The paper is manipulated. Hard assets like gold and silver, the physical product is harder to manipulate. So at Guildhall, as I said, we sell physical gold, silver, platinum, palladium. We don't sell securities. We don't sell ETFs. We're not into certificates, futures, or options and futures. We're on the, into the physical product. There's several ways at Guildhall that you can get involved and purchase and own outright precious metals. You can buy gold, silver, platinum, palladium for home delivery. Um, you can also use our depository, which is a great way to own physical, especially silver. A thousand ounces of silver weighs, you know, just over 70 pounds. So if you have 5,000 ounces of silver, you're lugging around 350 ounces of silver. <laughs> sorry, 350 pounds pound. of silver. It's a lot to be moving in and out. The, the beauty of the depository is safe, it's secure, it's insured with Lloyds in London. You can sell your product on a phone call. And, you know, this week we've had a couple of clients that needed some money. They sold their bullion. They had their check the next day. Try doing that with an institution. You wait a week, 10 days. There's always a story 
why you can't get your money cleared. It takes a week to clear. A guild hall, you want to sell your 1,000 ounces, 5,000 ounces, you'll get your money the next day. Not only that, but if you want your product, you'll get that as well. Uh, one of the big pieces of news from last year, of course, was that Germany wanted to repatriate uh, their gold. Now, Germany owns a supposed uh, 3,400 tons All they requested from the U.S. uh, last year between U.S. and France was 700 tons. All they got back, 37 tons. Come on. That's about a a ham sandwich. Not not only that, that, but the product they did get back was not the product that was titled to them. So they got new fabricated products. So clearly, I mean, come on, the, the jig is up. We know that they don't have the bullion. If they had the bullion, they'd be more than happy to say, oh, here it is. Let's inspire some confidence. If Germany wants their bullion, go go for it. If this country wants their bullion, go for it. Um, at the end of the day as well, we also want to look at China imported over 1,000 tons last year. So where Germany only received 37, China imported 1,000. We're not even talking about what India imported last year or Russia China imported last year. Imported because there was a tariff on gold in India. Mm. Uh, They were bringing in more through the back door than it was going through the front door. And also, let's add to that, that last year in 2013, we had ABN AMRO and Rabobank, both out of... um, out of Holland, um, stopped delivery on gold. So they essentially defaulted. They're getting out of the business. They said, we're not going to deliver gold. At the depository with Guildhall, if you request your gold and you've purchased your gold, you can have that delivered immediately. Um, if you have over a thousand ounces of silver with of gold of, of silver, um, or over twenty ounces of gold, we will immediately allocate that for you. It's segregated, it's segregated, insured. Uh, you can visit it whenever you want, or again take delivery whenever you want, or sell it, or and buy more whenever you want. So I think this is what the public wants, and I think that we've uh, created this uh, scenario for, for our clients to to bring that to them, which is what they've been requesting. And the th- we have another scenario as well where we can actually collateralize financing uh, of the precious metals. Now let's take, for example, if silver's trading today at $20.50, if you purchased a 1,000 ounces, for you to double your money, silver would have to go basically to $43. Mm -hmm. But by using collateralized financing, you're putting up 30%. You still have control of that 1,000 ounces, but you're putting up 30%. So basically with commissions, you're looking around about $9,000 US to buy 1,000 ounces of silver. You're keeping back that $12,000 that you would have paid it in full. You're keeping that back to, to actually to buy on the dips or at any time clear your credit balance if that's what you wish to do. But instead of silver going up $21, silver only has to move up $9 and you've doubled your money. So instead of being twenty fifty goes to $30, you've doubled your money. Goes to $40, you know, you've made on that $9,500 investment $20,000. John, why don't you give out some numbers so people can get not only our precious metal advisor, if they want to get an information package, if they want our telephone numbers to contact us directly, they can do so. We will hold your hand through the whole process, whether you want to buy the merchandise outright, whether you want to put it into the depository, or whether you want to use collateralized finance. The number that Paul's talking about is one 214 or their website as well, guildhallwealthmanagement.com. Jeremy, it was uh, recently on Bloomberg TV. Uh, Mark Farber said said this. I'm going to quote him saying, I prefer physical gold and silver and platinum. I can value gold to some extent and compare, say, gold to the quantity of money that is floating around the world to the wealth increase and to the monetary base increase, to the credit increase and so forth and so on and to the production costs. So I have an idea of where gold should be. A diversified precious metals portfolio with allocations to gold, silver, platinum, and palladium remains prudent. It's like you guys wrote that, right? (laughs) Well, look, the last five years, the Fed has done nothing but print money out of thin air. They haven't printed it. They've just pushed a button on a computer and created it out of nothing. So there's no value there. What it has created is uh, the stock market has moved up nicely for the last five years. But you know what? Ask anyone who has a sense of history, 
who's read the history books, say to yourself, do you want to put a U- do you want to put U.S. dollars into a box to give to your great 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 grandchildren? Are you that confident that the U.S. dollar is going to be around that long? It's only been around for a little over a hundred years already. Most currencies have a lifespan. Uh, fiat currencies have a lifespan of about a hundred years. So this one's past due with this current experiment of monetary expansion. So you really want to ask yourself if if this complete lack of discipline is is creating value for the U.S. dollar. I think most people with a good head on their shoulders are going to say no. I think those who are thinking very short term and only only believe what's directly in front of them as the truth would say, yes, that's a great idea. I like making money in the stock market. Um, for the rest of us, we understand that gold is money. It is a source of value. 5,000 years says it is. Uh, silver, same thing. And so I think as we move into the next segment, we want to talk about the ratios that have uh, expanded during this monetary expansion. And I think Mark Faber's right. Look, he, he understands value. If you're looking for a value investment, something that's undervalued versus something that's overvalued, you definitely want to consider gold and silver at this point. And as well, the mining stocks... Or, or let's talk about what it costs to produce gold and silver. It's very difficult to produce gold sub $1,200. It's very difficult to produce silver sub $20. There's been many reports suggesting that China's been continuing to mine gold at a loss throughout 2013. Now, why would they do that unless they really believe that this is going to be worth something down the road, that they're looking to make a move towards backing their currency with it? So I think it's important to consider these these factors when you're looking at gold and silver, supply, demand, uh, protecting yourself against currency declines, protecting yourself against inflation, looking at the, the geopolitical unrest that this can cause. The experiments are unprecedented. They're, they're completely illogical. They can only go on for so long. And I think you have to think about the logic of it and, and come to the conclusion that it'd be good to have 10, 15, 20% of your net worth in gold and silver as a hedge to protect yourself. The interesting thing as well is if you look at the stock market, it has increased. They've hit record highs uh, over the last couple of months, over the last month. I mean, the Dow Jones hit a high uh, this week and has kind of retraced a little bit. But if you look at the price of silver over the last 10 years and look at the price of gold, uh, we've been in silver since silver was trading in early 2002, 2003 at $3.80. But let's look at you know, the last 10 years. Let's go back to 2004. You know, silver uh, was basically $4 an ounce. I mean, we've hit in May of 2011 a high of $49. Gold was trading uh, around about $250 uh, 10 years ago. We hit a high of $1,930 in 2011. Uh, Today we're trading at $1,250. It still shows that silver is up 400% in the last 10 years even at these distressed prices of $20.50 and gold trading at 250 or 1250 rather is still up 400%. That's a return of around about 31.6% a year. That's still not bad. So let's take an example. If 10 years ago you would have put $10,000 in a coffee can and buried it in the back garden because you wouldn't have been getting too much interest on your money anyway, what would that $10,000 get you today? Buying power maybe of seven, $8,000? If you would have bought 2,500 ounces of silver at $4 an ounce, that's 10, 000, the same $10,000, your same $10,000 would be today $50,000 hmm. because that's what the 2,500 ounces of silver at $20.50 an ounce would be. So in the long run, where are we going to be? The usages of silver are tremendous, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment. But this is a great opportunity to get into whether you buy a physical product, take it home, buy physical product, put it in our depository for quick and safe, secure storage, or if you want to use collateralized financing where you can put up as little as 30% and still trade the same 1,000 ounces, every 1,000 ounces is going to cost you around about $9,500. And we're actually offering a one-time commission for the lifetime of the purchase of that metal, so which allows you to trade in and out. So it makes sense to to use collateralized financing, but it's not for everybody. There are some conditions involved. If your equity falls below down to 15%, the market can come off. You're required to put funds in. Um, You can pay off the debt anytime you want. If you can't come up with the funds, we'll liquidate a little bit of the product for you. 
Um, the smartest thing to do when people put up only 30% and the market does come off, you cost average. That's what I do whether I buy a stock or whether I'm buying metal. I always want to cost average. And if you're not happy at any time dealing through financing or collateralized financing, you can always sell off your product and you know get your funds, whatever you've got left, and move on. Um, we want happy campers. But we will ho- hold your hand through the whole process. As I said, it's not for everybody. If you're going to borrow money on a credit card or if you're going to borrow money from a bank, this is not an investment for you. If you've got $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 that you're sick of the stock market, and again, the stock market, last one in, is the last one to get hurt. If you look at all this insider trading that's going on, you are in the dark. You have got not a clue of what's happening in the stock market. Only the insiders know what's going on. So get into hard assets, something that's got a proven track record, gold, silver, and as I said in the second or the next segment, we're going to talk about the usages of silver and how it's used and how there was an an abundance of silver around and now it's not there. So in actual fact, silver is going to become more valuable than gold somewhere down the road. It's used in, in more things than you'd imagine. You want to hear where? Stick around. We'll take our first break here on the Real Money Show. Physical gold, silver, natural, fancy color diamonds. That's what they do. The number one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven or the website guildhallwealth.com. And we are back in with the Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The incredible potential of physical gold, silver, natural, fancy color diamonds, and how to build your your markets and your investments against the uh, the hedge of turbulent times that's what we're going to do here one 214 or the website guildhallwealth.com jeremy educate me on ratios yeah you know first our, our listeners are great they've been able to stick in there they've had uh, a rough time in the last uh, year and a half while while gold and silver is consolidated but they, they have conviction, they understand the fundamentals in this market, and they understand that continuing to purchase at the, at the lower prices is the key here. And one of the ways that you know something is undervalued is by looking at ratios. You know, if you look at a, a $100 Canadian bill, you don't actually know what that's worth. If you look at a U.S. dollar bill, you don't actually know what that's worth. The only way you'd be able to do that, certainly not by listening to what the government says. They're editing their numbers every single day, every week, and they can just put out whatever they want. But you're going to look at what that what that $100 bill would buy you in 1950, in 1960, 1978, 88, 90, and you'll get a feel for what that, that dollar's actually worth. And that would be a ratio. How many $100 bills does it take to buy a gallon of gas. How many bills does it take to buy a chicken? How many does it take to buy bread, eggs, whatever it is, a house? And we do the same thing with bullion to figure out whether it's undervalued or overvalued. Now, this is not the first precious metals bull market we've ever been in. Every time the bull markets have ended, they've ended with gold being one-to-one with the Dow and silver being 16-to-one to gold, which which are natural... Uh, medians for for precious metals. It's saying that if you're at one-to-one with the Dow, gold to the Dow, that your purchasing power with that gold is at its maximum. If you're at 16-to-1, gold to silver, your purchasing power with that silver versus gold is at its maximum. And that's going to give you an indication to sell. If it's nowhere near there, then that's giving you an indication to buy. So for example, in 1999, the ratio of gold to the Dow was something like 39-to-1. So it needed you needed 39 ounces of gold to buy the Dow. It's not at 1 to 1 yet. Right now, gold to the Dow is at 13 to 1. And right now, the, the ratio of gold to silver is 60 to 1. Now, when the markets take off, when gold starts to take off because people start to realize, well, everyone around the world knows that, that the dollar has no value. I'm going to put my money into something that does. It, prices will start to rise and people are going to start to jump in. It's going to create velocity. And you're definitely going to see that ratio start to fall. And now if you don't believe me or want to run the numbers yourself, think about how many ounces of gold it took to buy a house 10 years ago versus today. Uh, You know, use a standard deviant of what the the average prices were, of course. But you'll see that even over the last 10 years, as home prices have continued to rise in Toronto, for example, the, the number of ounces you need to buy that home has actually continued to fall even with the last uh, two two years in, in in consolidation, now the price the ratio between silver and gold right now is sixty to one. It should be somewhere near sixteen to one. And in fact, there's five times more gold above ground than silver. So if you're thinking about it, 
silver should be five times the price exactly. of gold. We're throwing out a lot of numbers here. You can always contact us, uh, request uh, some information. We're more than happy to send you some information on ratios or join the newsletter that we send out every week. We talk about ratios here and there. But think about gold. We know that once once gold starts to take off, silver will really play catch-up. It's a much smaller market. In 2011, gold trading around 1900, the ratio fell all the way down to 35 to 1, which is uh, very good. So even if you look at gold right now at 1250, 35 to 1 would put silver in the range of $35 now. So So it's very undervalued right now. It's extremely undervalued right now, just like mining stocks. You've got to be thinking, why would I be getting into the stock market after a five-year rally based on money being poured in from the Fed? It's completely ridiculous. I'm Glad I wasn't a part of that. Did I miss money? Sure. But look at what it was based on. It was based on an experiment, uh, which is doomed to fail. So thinking about getting into the market, look at these ratios. You want to consider what's undervalued. Silver at 60 to 1 is extremely undervalued. If gold were to go one-to-one with the Dow, it would be trading around $16,000. Or the Dow's got to come off by 30%, come down to 10,000, 11,000 points, which would put gold at $10,000. So these, you got to at least look at these, mm-hmm. even if you're counterbalancing against some of your other ideas. The other thing you got to look at is, you know, uh, in 7980, silver was trading as $2. Gold was trading $100. Silver in 90 days went to $50. Gold went to $880. Um, I always say to people, would you sell your house for what you paid for it? I don't say it to people who live in Florida, Arizona, or or California (laughs) because they would be happy because they're underwater. But generally, you know, people that own property, you know, in Toronto, um, Ontario, you know, Alberta, they're not going to sell you the home for what they paid for it. And, you know, we've all been through some tough times when the markets didn't do anything. Uh, We had a pretty good run-up of silver from, you know, in 2002 from $3.80 to a high of $49. Even though we're trading today at 2050, that's a 60% almost reduction in the price of silver. It's a bargain. Uh, Gold, the same thing. We went from 250 to a high of 1920, 1930 in May 2011. Again, great opportunity at $1,250. Do I think gold and silver has gone up? You know, last year I predicted I thought silver would, would hit $50, $60 by the end of the year, and I thought gold would hit 2000 I was wrong. Well, but you said it. within a year. You yeah, still got but, time. But the right? thing is, I can wait it out because I know it's going to happen. Right. Uh, I'm not – just because it does nothing for a year, I don't panic. I mean, this year alone, you know, today as we're taping the show, what's today? This The 17th of January, gold's up 2% on the month. And I think it's going to really take off. Um, It's a hard asset. Smart people are putting their money in hard assets. Go to the auctions. You'll see paintings selling for unbelievable prices, antiques, unbelievable prices, antique vehicles, incredible prices. I just got Mm -hmm. back from New York, and I'll talk about that in the next segment. I was there on Wednesday on a buying trip for, for, for diamonds. The prices have gone through the roof. I mean, actually, you know, Product that I was buying in September and October is up as much as 30% just alone in diamonds. But you've got to look at where we are with silver. If you look back in the, you know, the late 70s, China and India, India, they were still on you know, bicycles and so were they in China. Yep. I mean, you know, there weren't too many roads to even go on. Yep. Today they're buying more automobiles. They're using, again, catalytic converters. Platinum palladium are used. That's why you see the price of platinum and palladium up. But it's a very small market, so we try to stay away from it. But when you look at silver, the usages, there was no cell phones 40 years ago, no microwave, m- microwaves, no flat-screen TVs. Nope. I mean, everybody, every, all they ever talked about was recycling film to put back in silver. Today, that's so, so small. Every cell phone has silver. Every flat-screen TV, every computer, every hybrid car, every missile has silver. So the usages are more and more, but the stockpiles are not there. How many millions of ounces were there, there 10, was, 20 uh, years ago? I, I believe there was close to 4 million ounces in 1980 when, when the market went to $50 and hit 16 to 1 to gold, which was, I'm getting yeah. back into my ratios there. Yeah. But uh, right now there's less than a uh, billion ounces of silver. So think about 
what less than a billion ounces of silver well, compared billion to billion ounces, not four, four million. Sorry, yeah, four billion. And the fact is, is that the Fed is creating seventy-five billion a month. So, you know, this market could be bought up by a billionaire, no problem. Uh, they're just messing around with the paper, which is why I think that Paul's prediction was was off the mark. Because look, no one, everyone underestimated the capability of the U.S. Fed and the central planners to continue kicking this can, which at this point is a massive can, and it's going to to erupt. Uh, people are, I don't want to say revolution, but people are going to realize that there's no value there, and bubbles are going to burst big time. And if you're not prepared for that, if you don't see that there's money to be made on that. So for example, if you missed the last five years in the stock market, start thinking about what's going to happen when that bubble bursts. You had the you had the uh, tech bubble, you had the uh, uh, subprime bubble. Now you've got this current quantitative easing bubble. Bubbles burst. They're easy to see. So you want to take advantage of that. Owning some gold and silver is the right way to do that. The number is one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven, and the website guildhallwealth.com. Paul, you mentioned uh, forty dollars silver, nineteen hundred dollars gold. Ba- even even at those levels, people were still buying, right? Yeah, I mean, we were so selling- why wouldn't you buy now? It makes sense to buy gold and silver. I mean, as I said, smart, savvy people are, are putting their money. You go to the auctions, uh, and you're seeing incredible prices fetched for hard assets. People are terrified of fiat currency. They know it's going to collapse. The U.S. government right now has $17 trillion in debt. How do you pay off $17 trillion in debt? That's got nothing to do with Social Security, Medicare, which is about another $180 trillion off the books uh, that gets kicked down the road. The only way you can pay off seventeen trillion dollars is have a war, or you know, increase, or actually uh, do what they did in Zimbabwe and in Germany before you know nineteen thirty nine. You devalue the you know the currency all the way down, and you can pay off the seventeen trillion dollars by just printing, printing, printing. Hmm. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. You know, a billion dollars is an awful lot of money. A trillion dollars is a ton of money. Seventeen trillion dollars. You, there's more unemployment in the states. I mean, on this in last year in December twenty eighth, because we talk about the states a lot. Uh, One point three million people went off of unemployment insurance. Where do they go? It makes the figures look great of unemployment, but now they go on welfare. welfare. Who's paying for that? You know, people are not even looking for jobs in the states. I mean, I took. I was in New York on Wednesday. I talked to people everywhere, all type, whether they work in a restaurant, taxi drivers, whatever. They're having the, the average person is living paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. or maybe two paychecks to paycheck. But the wealthy on Wall Street have done well. Yes, of course they have. If they had fifty million dollars in two thousand and eight, and they dropped down to twenty million, they weren't starving. You know, now it's back. But it's paper. It's paper trading. And you know, I think we got to remember that the U.S. debt in two thousand and eight. Just uh, a few years back was ten trillion dollars, so that's a massive increase to the debt. It's only continuing to grow. At one point, at some point, you're going to have to pay the piper. I mean, they did in Germany; they're doing it in Europe. Um, no one likes um, austerity, but what else are you going to do but devalue your currency? And it's amazing that the U.S. dollar that they've been able to to create value. This uh, this facade of value in the U.S. dollar. So owning owning gold and silver, uh, think about if you're going to own more than a thousand ounces of silver, to consider storing that in a depository where it's uh, secured, it's allocated, it's segregated. You get title to your product. Uh, it's not paper. Um, or of course, you can use other people's money and use some collateralized financing, which we're seeing a lot of people really getting interested in because they're saying, look, the the. The, uh, the timing on this is starting to look good. It's It's been over two years that this market's consolidated. It can't keep going on like this. Um, clearly, there's a, a bottom here. Can it go down? Yeah, it could go down, but we're seeing every time the market's been pushed down, it's uh, jumping right back up. So even if there was another pullback in the market, it would be very brief, as we've seen over the last uh, eight months. They've been very brief, these pullbacks. And I think you're going to see, in general, that the bottom was around these levels. So um, great time to put a toe in the water. Give us a call. Or uh, if you're if you're not quite ready, but you want to continue to learn about it, you can always join the Precious Metal Advisor. We'll take a uh, short break and get into natural fancy color diamonds, whether it's that or physical gold, silver. Uh, you want to get in on this market. That's the, the point of the show is enlightening you to make the, uh, make the jump and make the wise investment. The number is one 214 The website is guildhallwealth.com. And more of the Real Money Show as well as physical gold and silver, natural fancy color diamonds, my personal 
favorite part of the show, and the Queen of Diamonds is here. Nicole, you're uh, going to tell us about uh, the website. We've been uh, looking forward to this with bated breath. Yes, we have a new launch of our website, so we're all very excited about it. Um, there's some great features on it, particularly if you go to the education section of the site. If some of the terminology is new to you, you can go to the glossary section. There's some great case studies there. So it'll really give you some information about um, the fundamentals, which is under About Color Diamonds, performance, average appreciation. So it'll give you some really good information. We did take the calculator off of the website. So the reason that we did that is because the returns are so good but on paper, when you look at it, it it just almost doesn't seem real. So what we've done is we've taken it off, and we always encourage people to call us for uh, a, a sample of what, what uh, Diamond could potentially fetch over the next 20 years. So we're happy to provide that for you and walk you through and explain to you also on a per color grade diamond. So for instance, comparing a fancy color diamond to an intense or a vivid. So it's going to be a little more personalized to the diamond that you're selecting. But um, if you go into the collection on the website, I just want to take you through what to look for and the reason that we've designed the site the way we have. So for instance, when you go into um, yellow diamonds, any one of the diamonds, you select which color grade and you click on a diamond and it's going to tell you at the top left of the website, the lot number. And this is very important because these are diamonds that we own at Guildhall. They're all part of our collection. Many times you could go to a company, and we've we've experienced this with other firms that clients have come back and have told us that they might even have a diamond of ours, which they don't. It's not theirs, or they'll switch diamonds. So it's very important to, that you see the lot number on the top left that belongs to the Guildhall collection. You're also going to see the diamond specifications, which mimics the GIA grading report. And the grading report, which you'll see on the right in a PDF, you can just click on that and see all the specifications of the diamond. But on an overview, you'll see the color. And as an example, it will tell you, say, a natural fancy intense yellow. Then it's going to tell you the clarity grade. And if you're not comfortable yet knowing about clarity grades, you can always ask someone at Guildhall. But for yellows, for instance, we primarily carry internally flawless Mm -hmm. and then you're going to look you'll see the polish and the symmetry which refers to the finish of the diamond the make of the diamond are there any polish lines on the diamond the symmetry refers to the proportions of the diamond and the cut grades and then you'll see the fluorescence and for some of you who aren't yet familiar with color diamonds fluorescence is how the diamond performs under black light And it's important to know that fluorescence actually has no impact on the value of the diamond. So you could see a faint fluorescence, medium fluorescence, or strong fluorescence. And really, that's just how the diamond performs under black light. It's no different than, you know, if you've been out under black light and your teeth glow whiter, your eye whites glow lighter, it's just how the light is interacting with the substance under white light. And then you'll see the carat weight. And then you can see the GIA grading report and the independent appraisal and, of course, the price. And the price is key because we're very transparent at Guildhall. We show you everything. We just want you to be very educated and very informed. The other great thing that we've worked really, really hard at Guildhall is making sure that the pictures are true depictions of what the actual diamond is like. So when you look at the diamond, the color is very, very close. Now, of course... Computer screens, colors will vary, but it's very, very close to the actual diamond. We've taken painstaking attempts at photography. We've tried so many different ways and with different photographers, and we think that we really got it right, that the color is a true reflection. Now, the other thing is, pardon the pun, now the other thing is on the picture you will see some um, darker areas on it, and that is when the, the photograph is taken in that split second, you still have scintillation where there's patterns of lightness and darkness. So in photography with diamonds, it's really, really challenging. So we can't take that away, but the color and the cut is what's the most important. And you'll see a note underneath saying that those are actually our diamonds. So it's very important when you're looking at different websites that the the company owns the diamonds. And in fact, they're so true to life that we often, when customers come into our office, 
will show the diamond on screen and the diamond right in front of them so they can actually see how alike it is. So that's really wonderful. And of course, if you have any information, there's a little button to request more information. And to sort through the diamonds, you can use the little tabs on the right, which are color-coordinated, or there's a sorting feature. So we're just hoping that this is really helpful to all of our clients and people who are learning about colored diamonds. As well, on the website, you'll find out about our latest media and events. There's a blog. Um, We've now put our Wealth to Wear collection, which is also really exciting because you can actually get an idea of what we design at Guildhall. Uh, I just got back from New York. I was on a buying trip, and we, I purchased a, you know, some diamonds. I probably saw in four hours close to 150 diamonds, and I purchased eight out of 150. That's selective. Yeah, well, right. somebody else is going to get the other 142. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> but we've got some magnificent uh, magnificent stones. We've actually got two Argyles. One's a .23 and one's a .27, both VS2 stones. Uh, I bought in a, a .44 uh, fancy blue-green, again, a VS2. I'm starting to kind of lean towards blue-green and green-blue diamonds. Why? Um, because I believe that these are the next pinks. I think they're just going to go through the roof price-wise. I mean, I'm already paying uh, an increased price right now. As I go to find more, uh, my dealers seem to be putting the prices up pretty quickly on us. But we bought that. We also bought in, um, which is going to be up on the website, I hope, within the next week, a .46. It's a fancy blue. It's a VVS one, a stunning pear-shaped stone. I really love it to death. And we brought in some fancy stones um, that are really starting off at a 1.11, 1.13, 1.14. Starter stones that you can get into the market for around about twelve, five, thirteen thousand dollars $13,000, which make a great starter stone to get in. You know, they're going to be appraised between twenty-five dollars to $30,000. So, you know, you're looking at basically 50% off. We have another little incentive, um, actually, I wasn't going to bring it out to next week, but today's the 17th as we're recording the show, and we're just about a month away from Valentine's Day. So any diamond that you see on the website that's over $20,000, we're giving away the most beautiful little heart-shaped diamond uh, necklace uh, that's stunning, uh, and that is completely free when you purchase a $20,000 diamond. And it will make a lovely gift for your fiancé, for your wife, girlfriend, Somebody else's wife, whatever it is. <laughs> I was but, waiting for that one. Yeah, okay. But it's a terrific gift on a $20,000 stone, and uh, we'll be happy to look after you. You should actually go to the website and just shop under, as Nicole said, Wealth Aware. Go to the collection. There's this yellow diamond pendant that's just staring me in the face. It's beautiful. It's yeah, beautiful stuff that you can do with these stones. That's it's incredible. That's called the, the Genevieve pendant, and it's extraordinary. It's uh, got a double-crested halo of white diamonds, VS diamonds, and the total carat weight is, I believe, 1.8. over three and a half carats with all of the white diamonds with the yellow centered diamond, which is a vivid diamond. And it's really magnificent. It's truly one of a kind. Genevieve has good taste. Yes. This is a, a nice thing to purchase <laughs> for sure. Yes. And I wanted to mention, Paul was saying how he picked up some um, argyle pinks. And I believe you also got a non-argyle, an orangey pink. You know, it has been so hard to procure pinks, particularly we only get pinks in a VS clarity grade. They've just been so hard to find, and we were thrilled when Paul came back from New York telling us how he brought in a few because they're just so rare now, and people are just collecting them, putting them right to the back of the safe, just really, really hard to find. So if you have been thinking about uh, pink pink diamonds, you really should book an appointment and come and see them because they do tend to go pretty quickly. And especially if you're looking at a smaller uh, pink diamond, um, you know, in the 0.22 range, it's a perfect way to get into an, an Argyle diamond. Well, the crazy thing is uh, the Argyle mine... It's closing, right? Yeah, it's about closing, six years. Yeah, they wow. produce, what is it? Um, 90% of the world's pink diamonds, but that's only one-tenth of one percent of a year's production. So for them. it only fills a bucket... And from there, it's really about a teacup that's over half a carat. So it's really a very, very small amount. And when you get into the VS diamonds, then it's a really, really small percentage of what they actually do. Their real production is white white, diamonds, industrial diamonds, and and then some yellows and browns. Cognac or champagne, which are not investments. They're just jewelry. I mean, they make nice costume jewelry. But the, the thing is, I saw maybe 30 diamonds, argyle pinks, 
um, 28 of them were SI1, SI2, and I1. And my humble opinion, it's not investment grade. Though at the Argyle Tender, every year they put up 55 stones, 60 stones. 80% of those stones are SI1, SI2. It's purchased on color. It's the finest color that comes out of the Argyle mine. But for a true investment, for me, it should be a VS diamond. So VS means it's very slight inclusion. When you get into SI1, SI2, you can actually see the inclusions with the naked eye. Oh, okay. So for me, it's not the best of the best stones. And let somebody else have those. My clients, I try to find them the finest quality. And again, you will not see too many VS Argyle pinks on anybody's website. And I challenge most people to find more internally flawless yellows than we have up on our website. I pride myself in, in procuring these magnificent stones. The pinks on the website are, are unbelievable. Nicole, what's going to happen when, when the Argonne mine closes? Where are you well, getting your pinks? Pink, pinks are still produced in, in Brazil and India, so there's still going to be demand and there's still mines that are producing pinks. But as the mines are getting older, they're closing down and their production is just becoming smaller and smaller. And, you know, one of the things that's so interesting about colored diamonds is that they were created, natural fancy colored diamonds were created okay. billions of years ago. So if you think about something that was created billions of years ago, even thousands of years ago, and you think about how they've been traded and sold and through families and through royalty, celebrities, you know, the uber wealthy, they've been passed down, they're in safes. There isn't that much left in these mines. So, you know, there isn't a bubble that's being produced here. This is a, an issue of supply and demand. So as mines are starting to close down, supply is dwindling, and and as investors around the world are realizing the returns and, and what natural fancy color diamonds offer, they're wanting in on this. So really, there's just diminishing supply. So it's a, such a wonderful story, such a wonderful thing to own because it's each diamond is rare, exquisite, especially from Guildhall, and it's a true piece of art, and it's so easy to store because it's so small. It's mm -hmm. insurable. You get your independent appraisal with it, so it's just a remarkable asset to own. And again, you've got to remember, it's portable wealth, and that's what people are interested in, especially in these turbulent times with fiat currencies that can go to nothing. Check out the website, guildhalldiamonds.com. It's incredible to look at and very easy to navigate. The number, one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven, And the website, guildhallwealth.com. And more of The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Physical gold, silver, natural, fancy-colored diamonds. Guys, before we uh, continue on here, I want to get the phone number out, one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. The website is guildhallwealth.com. Paul, last time you were talking about, well, two segments ago, you were talking about the usages of silver. And I know uh, Jeremy had one about something about wallpaper with silver I thought was really freaky, right? Yeah, you know, look, it, we live in a time where inventions are happening quicker than ever. Um, I was on Facebook yesterday. They were talking about um, uh, a water mask that brings in the oxygen out of water. So no more scuba, No right? more scuba. That was the craziest thing I've seen. And, and you see more and more of these technologies that no one would ever imagine Um this technology that we're about to talk is something that I'm sure the NSA would love to get their hands on, which is putting silver into wallpaper because it blocks Wi-Fi. So, That's so it, wild. It, it's so wild that the, what they're coming up with these days. But, you know, every technology uh, in terms of electronics, especially, has silver in it. Uh, things that aren't technological um, like wallpaper or sports clothing, silver has a natural absorbs bacteria, yeah. so it absorbs the smells associated to it. And I think the medical industry, obviously, there's a lot of conglomerates that uh, would want to block these type of things. But you know, there is that saying, "Born with a silver spoon in your mouth," which is that that would absorb bacteria. So mm -hmm. stick a silver spoon in the kid's mouth. Reinventing the wheel, bandages help healing. Um, they're putting it into soap, they're putting it into washing machines, they're putting it into toothbrushes. Uh, we're not seeing a ton of that yet, but it is something that is definitely out there. And, uh, of course, it's in anything electronic, so plasma screen TVs, your iPad, your iPod, your uh, your microwave, flat screen in your car. Your car. Right? Uh, well, battery-powered cars. Yep. Uh, there's going to be more and more silver in those because uh, they run cooler than the zinc batteries. 
So the usages are unbelievable. And when you start to think about the expanding nature of, of humans, you know, in 1980, there was only uh, 3 billion. Now we're up to 7 billion. There's only 4 billion ounces of silver. We're down to 1 billion. So how much longer can this story not be told? I'm not sure. Um, when your stockbroker is going to bring this story to you, I'm not sure. Uh, we've been bringing this story to our listeners for, I think, over five years. Um, and many people have gotten into the market, and congratulations to all of them because the market's done nothing but move up. Had a couple down years here, but I think that the longer that this market's gone sideways, the bigger you're going to wait that when the market does wake up, it's going to gap up. And, and it's going to be a surprising day when that happens. You're going to wake up, silver's going to be automatically $28 an ounce. It's going to be uh, quite a ride. I'm sure it will be volatile. It's been volatile for over 12 years, but that hasn't stopped a 400% gain. So it's something to think about. You only make money in volatility. It always is the way. Uh, Jeremy said earlier in one of the, the other segments, 10% of the people make 90% of the money. It's always been that way, and it's always going to be that way. If you've been sitting on the fakes, you've been looking at gold and silver and said, well, I'll wait to get in, I'll wait for it to come off. It came off. You know, we've moved up 10% in the last month. Uh, it's a great time to own gold, silver. Uh, whether you buy it physically, you can take immediate delivery, take it home. We've got a deal on right now. For every 100-ounce bar of silver you buy, we're giving you away a silver maple leaf. That's the first thing. So a minimum of two-bar two order, you'll get... 200 ounces of silver, two maple leaves. You want to buy 10 bars, you'll get 10 maple mm -hmm. leaves. You want to buy 100 bars of silver, you're going to get 100 maple leaves. It's not limited where, you know, we've only got the first five clients. You can have whatever you want. The second thing that we offer as well is that you can put your product in a safe, secure depository that's safe, secure, insured, insured with Lloyds in London, we offer as well segregated and allocated product. If you have 1,000 ounces of silver, there's 10 100-ounce bars. We will give you the bar numbers, and that will be segregated and allocated and titled to you. Now, same with gold. Whether you buy 20 ounces of gold, we will do the same thing. You'll have the bar numbers, and it will be available to you. Nobody can touch that product. That product that got, goes in a lockbox, it's yours. You want to trade it, you have to give us the numbers of those bars that you want to sell. Wow. It's not fungible product. This is non-fungible product. And, and you know, we, we do see a lot of people deciding that they want to get into the market. The easiest way to get into this market is to just go out, buy some physical if you are looking to own anything more than three, 400 ounces of silver or anything more than a few thousand dollars worth of gold, you really need to consider security. Having it in a safety deposit box is great if you're saying, look, I'm not, never going to sell this. I'm passing it on to the kids, which is great. Better to have gold in your uh, safety deposit box than some pieces of paper, which, uh, you know, look, the Canadian government switched out the paper, I think, every 15 years or so. So um, better keep the gold in there. But if you're looking to have more than a few thousand dollars worth of bullion, storing it at home is just not the best idea. Uh, one, it's not insured. Uh, you're completely uninsured. We've done the research. We looked in 1980 when uh, silver was taking off like crazy war in Afghanistan, uh, inflation concerns, and tons of robberies. You know, when we saw uh, pla uh, palladium moving up really quickly in 2011, you started to see thieves stealing catalytic converters because they knew as soon as, as, soon as it was on the, the front, line, front news pages, people say, oh, there's money to be had, and the thieves come out. So, you know, you, you have to really think about not only the security of it, but also the logistics of, of eventually looking to sell and it. So your family at risk as well. You know, I mean, in, is in, it worth it? In, in May, on May 1st, 2011, the price of silver went from $48 down to $40 in a matter of half an hour. Wouldn't you like the ability to pick up the phone and sell that, or would you have rather have waited the next day when the price had already come down to 37 You know, there's a lot of money to be left on the table because you're looking to just bury it in the back garden, which nothing wrong with that if you're going to leave it to your grandkids' grandkids. But if you're looking to make money in these markets, you have to think logistics of selling eventually. And I think that, that holding it in a depository where everybody is there to secure your bullion 
We're all there doing the same thing. We're looking to have our, our bullion in a safe, secure place and have the ability to sell it back to the wholesaler very quickly. So we think that it's a great solution if you're looking to actually own the physical. The number, one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven or guildhallwealth.com. The other way is, uh, as Jeremy was saying, you can take delivery, you can put it in the depository, or you can use collateralized financing where you can put up as little as 30%. Um, on a thousand ounces of silver, you're putting up around about ninety-five hundred dollars. We're actually offering a one-time commission that allows you to trade as many times in and out. If you want, if you're a trader, and you know silver's at twenty dollars today, and it moves up to twenty-eight dollars, and you want to sell that product and wait for a dip and buy it back on the dip. There is commissions involved, so, but paying a one-time commission, you can trade that metal or the, the lifetime of that metal, you know, as many times as you want. So it's a great way to get into it. So on an outlay, thirty percent plus costs and still own 100% of the bullion, this puts less of your funds at risk. That's the key thing. Um, You can also buy, instead of owning the whole product, by putting up 30%, you're keeping back money. So you can keep your money in a bank, maybe still getting a little bit of interest on that other 70%. By taking advantage of, you know, uh, of borrowed assets, the investor can achieve greater percentage of gains than the outright ownership. That's important. So, for example, silver's trading at $20.50. Instead of if you owned it outright, it would have to go to $42, $43 to double your money. This way only has to go up to $29.50, $30, and you've doubled your money. As bullion increases the value, it can be used as collateral to secure cash. I mean, you can borrow oh. it like a line of credit. Um, you can actually increase your position as well with new funds. So let's say, for example, you've got 5,000 ounces of silver. Silver moves up $10. You've made $50,000. You want to buy a little bit mm-hmm. more, you can use that equity. You can actually do an equity release, take some funds out, maybe buy a diamond. Um, you know, Take some money out, go on a trip, the cruise that you always wanted to go on. So this is a tremendous way to get in. There is a little bit of risk, and we will take you through the risk as well. But... Collateralized financing is one great way to get into the market for as little as $9,500, $10,000. You can control 1,000 ounces of silver. Market moves up $10, you've made $10,000. It moves up $20, you've made $20,000. If it goes up to $49, where we were in May 2011, you've made close to $30,000 for that 10000 investment. If that's the type of money you're looking to make, give us a call. The website as well, guildhallwealth.com, and that phone number, one eight seven seven two one four seventeen eleven. Talk about uh, supply currently right now, Jeremy. Well, you know, we're getting these headlines all the time. I'll try to get this really quick, but we're seeing more and more headlines. Mints running out of product, premiums going up. Uh, clearly, the U.S. didn't supply the, the gold to Germany, 37 out of uh, 700 tons. That's ridiculous. Um, obviously, whatever is out there is being soaked up by China, over 1,000 tons last year. India, um, even with high tariffs, they're still pulling in the gold. Clearly, people want to take advantage of the lower prices. It's very difficult to get your hands on it. And of course, at depressed prices, what mining company in their right mind wants to pull it out of the ground with no margins in an atmosphere where things haven't gotten cheaper over the last year? So uh, the supplies are very low. There's a a huge supply of paper out there, which I think will come to light eventually. People will say, I want to own the real thing. Hence, China's taking in as much as they possibly can. Other companies like Amy and AMRO, which we saw last year, uh, defaulting on gold. I think you're going to see more and more of those type of companies just saying, I want out of the business. So I think things are going to be looking very good for, for gold and silver moving in uh, throughout the rest of 2014. If, uh, if this is this, this last hour has, has made an impact on you and the incredible potential of owning physical gold and silver and natural fancy colored diamonds and what they can do to uh, protect the money in, in turbulent times, you should call that number, one 877 214 and go to the website as well at guildhallwealth.com. This has been The Real Money Show.